The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Get ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM, featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. I apologize. Haven't been here in a while. That's me ups and downs in my life, but mostly ups, and everything is all gravy, baby. I'm just letting you know we're having a wonderful time in this Sports Info UM world I'm living in. Hey, but Tony Romo, since I've gone, since I've been gone, he's no longer going to be playing in the NFL. Some say, some say there's still a 6% chance Romo could come back and play in the NFL. Some say Tony Romo could possibly be seen in the PGA someday. Some say Tony Romo could have played in, in, in the NBA. Now, I know that this guy must be some heck of an athlete if people are saying all these quality things about him. But I think Tony Romo's best in a nice, warm chair, commentating about Dallas and Philly, in Philly, in December, when it's probably about 18 degrees or 8 degrees, snow falling on the ground for the last three days. I think a nice, warm commentating chair is a good place for Tony Romo to stay for the rest of his career. And nothing wrong, hey, Tony, no, nothing wrong with having the dreams and all of that. But man, you've accomplished the dream. You played in the NFL. Come on, man. You know, you played at the highest level. And, and we've seen you lay on the ground and, and not be able to get up. And I think that's a telltale sign that um, it might be time to give it up and, uh, and move on to bigger and better things. But, hey, um, let's give a shout-out to uh, Sergio Garcia, too. You know, I think this was his 71st attempt at a major, and he finally had an opportunity to win one. Congratulations, Sergio. And, uh, and, and Justin Rose, you, are, you choked. We were all waiting on Sergio to choke, and he choked a couple times. And Justin Rose, he just choked. You know, you, 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 it makes you wonder. I know you guys are pals and buddies and all of that stuff. You know, and, and it's nothing I hate worse than to see two guys battling for a championship, and they are buddy, buddy, pal. Give me a low five. No, give me a high five. No, give me a low five, buddy. Didn't you just see that shot? No, give me a high five. Didn't you just see that shot I made? Man, I can't stand that. If I'm battling you for something, I don't care if I like you. I'm not going to be giving you all these fives and patting you on the back as we're battling down down the stretch on, a, on, on the last two holes. We're tied. 
and we 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 giving high fives and low fives. Come on, man, give me a break is what I want you to give me, cause I'm I'm battling you like uh, I'm 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 battling you like like you used to be my eighth grade girlfriend boyfriend. I'm telling you, man, I don't like you. I'm t- I don't like you. This is the last two holes of the match. Come on, man. It's like the it's like that's, can you imagine? It's fourth down and two. And you're on a two-yard line, and you down by five points, and you need a touchdown with tw- with 12 seconds left in the game, and your best buddy on the other side. I wouldn't care. I, I'm 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 trying to tear a hole through him, man, because that's just what it is. You know, I was telling this guy a story a while back about um I played football with Brian and Benny Blaze, and we were in a scrimmage once, and Brian had been in college for a year before Benny got there, and um. We were in the scrimmage, and man, Brian came across the middle, and Benny lit him up. I mean, one of those decleaters, knock your mouthpiece off, out, off, away from your face mask. He decleated this dude, man. And I mean, we got back to the dormitories, and his mother was waiting on him to get off the bus. I mean, Benny's, Benny and Brian's mom was waiting on him to get off the bus, and they live right next door to me, so I had I first first-hand knowledge of all of this. But anyway, she was waiting on him, standing at the door. I live right next door to them, so I had first-hand knowledge of this. And she told Benny, she says, before he could walk into the apartment, she said, don't you ever hit your brother like that again. I mean, don't you ever hit your brother like that again. And I be there. Um, Brian never, never got a lick like that from Benny again. So maybe if your mama tell you don't don't play like, but hey man, your mama wasn't nowhere close to that. And it was the last two holes. You guys high fiving and low fiving. And trust me, I never saw Brian and Benny Blaze high fiving and low fiving. They were always at each other. I mean, they was they they went at each other hard. But Benny never hit Brian like that again. I bet you that. Hey, but uh, let's move on to a little more. Look, look, a little more of what's really going on in the world of sports. Now, um, you know, the Miami Heat, it plays the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, the Cleveland Cavaliers just got handed to them um, by the Atlanta, by the Atlanta Hawks. The Hawks came back in a, like this super victorious victory. Can we say that the Cleveland Cavaliers are in any trouble? I mean, are they in trouble? I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I'm. I'm just saying. Are Are the Cleveland Cavaliers in any trouble? I don't think so. I really think the Cavaliers have the East wrapped up. I don't. I don't think it's anybody that can beat them coming out of the East. I think Washington might have a little. Have Have a little. Um, have a little something going on for them, and and the Cavaliers lost to the um, the Hawks in overtime, one twenty five, one twenty six, and and that was uh, that was that was yesterday, Sunday. Now to and now the Heat, the Heat play the um, the Cavs coming up pretty quickly. And I'm going to tell you something. What I'm really saying is that right now, the Heat and the Cavs are playing. And it's the end of the first quarter. The Cavs are, are whooping on them pretty bad, um, 37 to 24. Now, 
they showed some pictures on on the internet of the Cavs players in Miami last night hanging out on South Beach. I'm gonna tell you something. You know, uh, South Beach is almost like New Orleans and Bourbon Street. It's not a good place to be hanging out if uh, if 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 you got a game or to take care of some business. So don't don't be surprised if if this game comes out to be a little bit more than what it should be with this Cavs and Heat, but. Are the Cavs in any trouble? Now, we look at the Golden State Warriors, who we expect the Cavs to be playing um, in the NBA Finals, and we have to say, hey, man, the Golden State Warriors look really darn good. They won 13 in a row, and they just got Kevin Garnett back. Wow. Now, how well will Kevin Garnett fit back into the system with, with the Golden State Warriors? I don't know. We don't know. However, we know they're a darn good team. And it's really not any any. It's really no one in the West that has has shown us that they could do anything um, with the Warriors. You know, where hey, we some of us will say, well, hey, you know, the Rockets got a good team. The Rockets, the Rockets have a, have a good team, but they don't have nearly enough weapons. I mean, not nearly enough weapons to um, to even come close. To dealing with um, with with the Golden State Warriors, and I mean the Warriors, they 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 have a lot of weapons. Um, Draymond Green is is a real physical guy. Now um, they got Javale McGee. Right? Javale McGee, he he's he's not physical nor athletic, I don't think, but he's a big body inside, and um and he and he 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 is a a, a big body, but more than anything, they have. The best ball handler, I think, in the NBA, and probably the best pure shooter in Stephon Curry in the NBA. And um, I really think they just have, you know, they, they have they have a lot, and and we go, we're gonna see, we're gonna we're gonna eventually see what's gonna happen in this NBA playoffs. But when we start looking at the East now, don't sleep on the Wizards. You know, I I know. Um, I, I I I understand. Don't, but don't don't sleep on the Wizards. Um, the Wizards are they they go they they fourth in the division right now, behind the Raptors and Celtics. And Cleveland is back on top in the Eastern Division. You know, the Hawks are holding down a number five spot. Uh, the fifth, the sixth spot. The Bucks really got that locked down. I really think the Bucks have that sixth spot locked down. Um, and the Pacers got the seventh spot. And the Heat and the Bulls, they're tied for the eighth spot. And the Heat must have beat the Bulls. The Bulls must have beat the Heat in the head-to-head because they are um, they're ahead of them. Now, the Pistons, the Pistons, they're they're in the tenth spot with 37 game winning wins and 43 losses. They're two games behind the Heat and the Bulls. It's really interesting to see what's going to happen in this in the uh, Eastern Conference because right now the um, the 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 Cavaliers would either be playing the Bulls or the Heat, and the Celtics would either be playing the uh, the Pacers. They're they're going to be playing the Pacers. The Raptors will be playing the Bucks, and I'm I'm telling you, I don't think you really want to play the Bucks um, with with the Greek freak out there, you know that that guy can 
can make a difference. One player can really make a difference in a basketball game. And the Wizards and the Hawks will be going against each other. I don't think the Hawks have enough this year to take on the Wizards. I think the Wizards are one of the, is one of the elite teams in the, uh, in the Eastern Conference. And I really think they have enough to, um, to do it. And on, but on the West side, you know, um, the Nuggets, they're out of the playoffs. And the playoffs have really been set for the Western Conference all the way. Um, the Trailblazers, they got the eighth spot. The Grizzlies, they got the seventh spot. The Thunder got the sixth spot. The Jazz got the fifth spot. The Clippers got the four. The Rockets got the three. The Spurs got the two. And the Warriors holding it down with the number one spot and the best record in the NBA with 66 wins and 14 losses currently, right now. That's what they have. And um, and they're riding a 14-game winning streak. Well, the Rockets will end up, right now, they're going to play the Trailblazers. And that should be... It should be a, I think that should be an easy four game, four straight victory, four straight wins for them, and with no problem. Um, now the Grizzlies are going to give the Spurs some trouble, uh, just because the, you know um, Paul Gasol and uh, because of Gasol and Zach Randolph, that they're just going to give give them some trouble. Um, don't expect them to win no more than one game. But that one game is going to be one more than the Warriors are going to win, going to lose in the first round. Now, the the, the Rockets, Rockets and the um, the Rockets and, and and the Thunder go against each other, and I really think we're going to see some sparks and fireworks in that series. And it would not surprise me if Russell Westbrook wins that series and beat the Rockets, send them home early. And um, with that four and five, the Cavs and the, the Clippers and the Jazz. Well, we all know that um, the Clippers are a good team. Doc Rivers going to always have them playing at a very high level. But then they, they just don't have enough weapons, I think, this year to do anything with the Jazz, who's an up-and-coming young team, Rudy Gobert, big old seven-foot-three guy, athletic Moves moves very well. He is a player. I mean, this guy is, he is the future of the NBA. If he's not right now, the present of the NBA. But this guy, Gobert, can go and get it. And he can make, he can really make some things happen in the, um, for the, for the Utah Jazz. So I, I really, I, I really expect to see a lot of great things, um, um, in these, these NBA playoffs coming up, you know, I didn't have a chance to see a lot of the um, college basketball, uh, but man, I love the NBA. I mean, this is like my se- second sport, and the NBA playoffs, which starts uh, this Sunday coming up, uh, man, I think that's just that's just the second season of the NBA, and um, it's really the real season in the NBA. And hey, LeBron James. Best player in basketball. Kevin Garnett, one of the best players in the world. Russell Westbrook, I think, is the NBA MVP. I just really think um, Russell Westbrook is the NBA MVP in my book. Um, I think, I think, you know, I know there's a lot of people that think that somebody, you know, um, 
James Harden. He should be um, the NBA MVP. And, then, you know, I heard a stat the other day that um, James Harden, I think it was average um, um, 20. He averaged, I think it was 20 points, 25 points and and 20 assists. I can't remember what it was, but anyway, this guy, this this, this guy is really a, a a phenom in his own right. But when we look at it, when you average a triple double for the season, I think that in itself speaks speaks volume for your athletic ability. Uh, I think it speaks volume for your for for your team too, because you know it's not a lot of people gonna gonna help you get to those kind of stats I mean if you're not if if you're not a good teammate if you're not a good teammate people are not going to help you accomplish career goals I mean not 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 just career goals but just astronomical goals if you're not a likable person and uh and, and one of the, one of the things that we have to admire about Russ Westbrook is that there's a guy that has played every game in the NBA this season Every game. I mean, it's not too many people can say that they played every game. And this guy can say that. And he averaged a triple double. Wow. When we when we have actually when we we've actually been complaining this season about some players taking uh, time off or taking games off. Um, and I'm not talking about a game. I'm talking about games off. And um, Hey, West, Westbrook has not been that guy. He's been that guy that's played every game. Um, Steph Curry, um, he's just not had a MVP kind of season. You know, he's won two MVPs back to back, but he just hasn't had an MVP season this year. But um, James Harden, hey, um, what can you say? You know, and and um, and this is the uh, the stat for James Harden. He averaged 29 points and 11 assists per game. No person has ever averaged 29 points and 11 per- assists per game. But at the same time, no person has ever averaged 31.9 points per game, 10.4 assists per game, and 10.7 rebounds per game. That's what... Um, that's what um, Russell Westbrook has averaged. And, you know, a lot of people, we don't, you know, um, Kawhi Leonard, you know, silent assassin, averaged 25.8 points a game, uh, 3.6 assists, 5.9 rebounds a game. And definitely he is um, probably the NBA defensive player of the, of the year. Uh, he actually he was ranked six in the um, defensive ranking uh, ratings this year. Hey guys, we're gonna take a quick commercial break, and when we get back, we'll talk a little bit more about what's going on in the world of sports. Hey, and Major League Baseball is having a Satchel Page Day, and hopefully we're gonna have somebody on to talk a little bit about Satchel Page. Saw him play in person. Hey guys, we'll be right back with more sports information. Internet flagship station for sports. 
Voice America Sports. Who do you feel the most important person is on a sports team? Is it the captain, the star player, or the fan? While it could truly be any of these individuals, more often than not, it's the coach. Listen for A Coach's Spirit with hosts Blake Rockwell and Kendall Allen. A Coach's Spirit offers a look into the human side of coaching and a chance to learn from some of the most impactful leaders in the game. Tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Join Matt Fish and Alex Clancy every week for Rebound Radio. We'll talk with the legends of basketball about how they got started, their rise to the top of the game, how basketball has changed their lives, and what they're up to now. Just like the game itself, you'll find that lives can pivot on a dime. There can be last-minute saves, and life is anything but run-of-the-mill. Rebound Radio can be heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You won't want to miss the next show. Spring is prime time to pursue bears. Check out the revolution with Jim and Trav this week to find out what you need to know about stalking, baiting, calling, and tagging big spring bears. Joining us is Chris Brackett of Fear No Evil, Jana Waller of Skullbound TV, professional bull rider Chandler Bounds, and Christy Titus from REMF Team Elk. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, um, you know, we're talking before we left about this NBA MVP and I really think that Russell Westbrook has the NBA, M- NBA MVP locked down. I, I don't think that anybody else has a, has a chance. I don't, I don't think uh, LeBron James. I don't think uh, Kawhi Leonard. I, I just don't think um, James Harden has done enough. I just don't think any of them have, have – have, I don't think they're in the race. I think this is Westbrook's uh, champion, uh, MVP to lose. And it's, and it's really a sad thought that this man don't have enough help around him to really put him in a, in a better situation in the NBA playoff. And we got Vince on the line. Vince might be able to um, maybe uh, straighten this thing out for us. Vince, what's going on? How you doing, Mr. Otto? Hey, loving this life I got, baby. Loving it, man. Every second of it. You know, we talk about MVP in the NBA. Um, you think Westbrook got it locked down, or you think um, or you think James Harden, or you think uh, Kawhi Leonard? He got an outside shot. What you think? I think Westbrook deserves it. <clears throat> he stayed there. He suffered. He stayed there. He great direct left. So he stayed there and participated like grown men supposed to do and put his shoes on like everybody else. And he put the points on, he put the assists on like he deserved, like he's supposed to do and play basketball and be like all NBA stars ever been in their league game or pro basketball. That's what I think. 
So I can't ask for no more than that but the MVP. He deserves every bit of it. As the route he's taking and as he playing this year, I don't see no other player uh, qualified just as good as him. But as a fast third, you remember James Harden used to play with them and he had to take that route the same way. So I think a partial payment for James Harden, too. I take my hat off to him, too, for playing at OKC, and they could never put it together, but both of them doing some terrific things that Durant left them doing, and still, he, they, instead of Durant stayed to help him, he left, so he deserves it. I agree with Durant, you, Vince. I, I think he deserves don't it. don't like it, he should make the phone call. Hey, man, you had a hell of a season as a friend to another player as a basketball NBA pro, man. Hey, man, you deserve this MVP trophy. And, and then West, Westbrook. Take it and give it to him. Then, then I, I, you know. You know to come here to present it to him. We call oh, him man, 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 come on, man. Come on, man, now damn. But listen, now come on. It's bad enough that you telling us that, 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 that Durant should come back and present the trophy to him, and when and you know what you know what Westbrook gonna do when Durant call him, tell him, hey man, good job. He, he really should say, man, kiss my. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. You don't owe me a. <laughs> you understand yeah. what I'm saying, man? Come on, man. As much as yeah. he needed that dude on that team, he gonna leave him and go to the best team in the world, and then try That's to win a championship. He, he he hurt his knee this year. He, he, hey man, I, I I I ain't saying nothing bad about nobody, but I'm just letting you know, man. Uh, Westbrook would be really offended if um, Durant came back and said some more crazy mess like that. Hey, hey Vince, we gotta run, man. We got somebody on the line. We got we got a gentleman okay. on the line. We gotta get to him because he get it ready to give us a history lesson on Satchel Page. All right. Hey, Vince, hold, I want you to listen to him now. Go, go, to, go to your computer, your internet, whatever you got. Hey, guys, Vince, we'll holler at you on the next go round. Hey, Matt, could you uh, pass? Let's, let's see what Gino, Gene talking about. He's supposed to be giving us a history lesson tonight. Hey, hey, I'm here. Gene, what's going on? How you doing, Gene? Hey, D.O., what's going on, man? Man, loving this life I got, man. Every second of it. I'm just sucking it up and loving it, man. Hey, hey that's, you know, hey, that's uh, the thing to do. That's the thing to do. I, I know that's right. Um, hey, listen, I heard you talking about Satchel Page tonight, man. Yeah, man. You know, they're having it there. Major League Baseball is having a Satchel Page day this year. You know, a couple of years ago, they they had it, they they started with the Jackie Robinson Day, where everybody wore Jackie Robinson's number. Uh-huh. I don't know how they're going to celebrate the Satchel Page Day, but Gino, you know, I'm I'm so happy that uh, I met you and you were able to come on our show tonight and give give some of our listeners a little bit of knowledge about this guy Satchel Page because you know you hear these monstrous stories about Satchel Page, what he could do with a baseball. I mean, so Gino, I heard you actually saw him play. Oh yeah, I did actually see him play. He was a barnstorming at the time, you know. Uh, you know, during the time when I grew up, uh, baseball was a uh, was a sectional game. You know, lots of parts of the country didn't have baseball, so our black stars, you know, we we had to like look up to them. But let me tell you a little bit about Satchel. You know, when I saw him, he was a very imposing figure. In other words, you cannot miss him. What year, Gino? 
he was a tall, lanky man. And at the time, he, if you didn't know, he was more fitting for basketball because of his size and height. All arms, long torso, and it seemed like he had all sorts of moving parts along with him, though, you know? And he would warm up. Before taking the mound, he would throw from third base to first base. That's how he would warm up. And you could actually see the wide sweep of the ball or the drop or whatever he had on the ball that day. And he would put on a pregame show during the warm-up. And his arm was like a rubber band with a lot of pop. Man, when he hit, the, hit, hit that glove, it would go, pow-yow, pow-yow. <laughs> <laughs> and, and his favorite thing was, you know, that was probably an old man. Well, well, he was old for sports now. But he was probably in his mid, late 30s. Well, let, let's see. He was about 40 when I saw him. And his, and his thing was, don't look back because something may be gaining on you. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that, was his, that was his thing to defy age. Because that was, uh, he, he, was very, he was very old then. And let me tell you something. All of us what baseball players, we wanted to emulate Satchel. So we'd go to the store, many stores, and we'd collect bottle tops. Now, this was before the screw tops came along. And you had to, like, uh, pry the bottle tops off. All the sodas had bottle tops. And we'd get as many bottle tops as we could, and someone would get a broomstick or a stick. And we'd toss the bottle tops to the batter. Now, if you could hit the batter, if you could hit the bottle tops, you could get a, like, a, like a run. But those caps were so hard to hit because they could curve, they could go straight, yeah. they could drop. And they were very difficult to hit. So baseball was, uh, was America's game at the time. And we owe an awful lot to Satchel. But yeah. Satchel was uh, a tremendous ball player. You know, he played on up until he was, oh, uh, man, he was way up in his age. And now you wouldn't even think of a ball player playing that long. Yeah. And that's Can just you... a testament to his, his, the great arm that he had. Yeah, and, and you know, great, and, and, and a great, testament. And great conditioning. And a testament to him as an athlete, period, Gene. Here's a man at age 42 in 1948 was the oldest major league rookie while playing for the Cleveland Indians. In 19, right. at, at 42 years old, because he could not, you know, he couldn't play in the, in the major leagues before that. And at his prime, you know, when he was... Um, when he was in his 20s, you know, no major league team would play, would allow him to play, and he could only play for the Negro League. But, um, hey, G, man, I really appreciate this. You know, and, and, when, and, and can you imagine, he, he was playing at the age of 47 years old in the All-Star game in 1952 and 53. Yes, yes, indeed. And the first player to ever play in the Negro League and pitch in the World Series. Wow. You're absolutely right. And let me give you one other thing fact about sure. it. Sure, please and, do. And, and, and when he was barnstorming, they were played in like small stadiums, and the stadiums were all made out of fencing. I mean, uh, not fencing, but the sheet metal. Yeah. And, and, and when he threw a fastball and, it, and the sound would hit the, the uh, catcher's mitt, the sound would ricochet throughout the stadium. <laughs> and that hand would like make it whole. 
And all the yeah. fans just jump up and holler, Satchel, Satchel. <laughs> so, but he was, and he was really a comedian. He should have been a Harlem Globetrotter, really. But uh, he could, he could, he could pitch. He could feel. He could bat. And he was a tremendous athlete. And uh, it's just a testament to how great an athlete he was. And and had he been able to play in his prime, there's no doubt how many records he would have set. But wow. even at at the age he was, he had an imposing record. So uh, you know, I was just fortunate enough to see him and and a few other uh, like major leaguers in my early prime. I was a baseball fanatic at the time, and most black guy, black kids were because yeah. basketball hadn't come along then, and baseball was something that you could like pick up and play. And if you knew Satchel, all right, you're on my team. <laughs> but Satchel was a great man, great man, yep. and yep. Uh, and baseball owes him a lot, awful lot, yeah, awful lot, yeah, awful lot. Hey, Gene, man, we're here every Monday night from eight to nine o'clock. We got some callers on the line. Otherwise, man, I'd we'd have you on here talking about Satchel Page for uh, another twenty minutes. Hey, but Gene, don't be a stranger and call us next week and give us a little uh, another story. On Satchel Page. I will. I got plenty of them about Satchel. Man, I can't wait. We can't wait for some more Negro League baseball story. I All appreciate right, it, I will. Gene. Don't be a stranger. Give us a call here every Monday night on the Sports Info you radio show. I sure will, D.O. Thanks for I appreciate seeing. it. All right, Thanks bro. a lot. Hey, we got Mike holding on. Mike, what's happening? Hold on, man. How you doing? Man, I'm loving this life I got, Mike. You heard, they heard, they heard the heard uh, the the Negro League baseball story Gino was giving us there about this guy Satchel Paige, you know. And I've heard all these legendary stories about him all of my life. And you know, you read some things and you hear some things, but when you hear, when you actually able to hear it from somebody that actually saw him play the game, I think that's a beautiful thing. But hey, Mike, yeah. what's on your mind in the world of sports today? Oh, not much. I was listening a little bit in about when you guys were talking about that uh, uh, Russell Westbrook. Yeah, a lot of people think he got the MVP, MVP trophy locked down, locked up in this MV, in this NBA um, season this year. Um, you know, I don't think his team is going to go very far in the playoffs, but, hey, he ain't got a lot to work with, and he's still going to be the MVP, averaging a triple-double for the whole season. I think that's I awesome, man. I don't see why not. Really, I think he deserves it. You know, you play that well, you deserve you deserve to be the most valuable player. I would not argue that. I wouldn't argue that either. Um, but I, I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't see Durant be going back to uh, to uh, Oklahoma either, though. Ever. Well, you I think, think Durant had to leave. You decide to go back, maybe one day. No, nah, he ain't never going back there. You know, um, Oklahoma, too small of a town for him. If he don't get a trophy in, uh, in um, Golden State, I think I see him going somewhere else. You never know, you know, playing for the Spurs or something like that, Popovich, you know? You never know. You never know. Now, he's already shown us that he will jump ship. Now, that he's already shown us that he will jump ship. But the, the market in Oklahoma was not big enough for Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is a superstar. He has to be in a big major city. 
and that's why he went to California. You know, uh, Golden State ain't no, yeah, Golden State is a major city. You know, you're talking about Oakland, California. Yeah, it, so go, he had to be in a major city. It was so sad that he left his homeboy behind, uh, Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook just, I guess he, what, how that thing go? Someone serve you lemons, make lemonade. Mm-hmm. I think he's making the best out of what he got. You know, he 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 gonna be a he gonna be the MVP. He don't have enough players around him to win the championship. And will yeah. he ever get enough to win the championship? Uh, but he, he had what uh, fifty points the other night, and I think his other two big men had like ten each. Yeah. <laughs> and Come no one on. else did nothing. It was pretty much him and those two other guys. Cantor yeah. And, uh, and Adams. Yep, Cantor and Adams. Yeah. Exactly. That's They're the only it. Got to help him out any. I'm telling you, man, and, and you know, and, and I live in Florida, you know, and, and I'm looking at, and, and you you in Tennessee, right? Yep. So you're looking at the same thing. I'm looking at, I'm looking at, I'm looking at this guy playing, and we got rid of Ola Depot from Orlando. Now I know why, because all he could do is dunk. If he ain't, if he ain't dunking the ball, he, he's, he's a liability, man. He's not helping, he's not helping Westbrook at all. So no. I don't I don't understand what they got going on over there in um in Golden State. I, I really don't understand what's what's happening with that program. Yeah, uh, well, not no. Golden State, they're but playing, Oklahoma. They're playing, uh, they're playing top basketball though right now. They're going to make it deep in the playoffs. They play great basketball. They're the same old Warriors as they were last year. Well, we we no, they might even be better because they got Kevin Durant now. Yeah, he's you know bad. what I'm saying? They they might even be a that better sure, team that now. Sure, that sure does make things easy. Yeah, cause he could do it all, man. The guy could he can go inside. He shoot the three pointer as good as anybody, and and he's rested. You know, I just hope he can come back healthy. If he does right come back on. healthy, somebody might be in trouble. Yeah, everything seems to be working in their favor so far right now. And the Spurs have fallen off the map too. Well. They, well, we know the Spurs. They may have fallen off the map, but they they gonna be back. You know that's that's just who they are. You know, yeah, they've um, been last what five games or so. Yeah, they you know, and and the, and the Spurs got the second place. They got that lockdown. Popovich say he's not gonna rest his players because they haven't been playing that well lately. But I don't mm-hmm. believe that. I believe he's gonna rest these players these last few games. And uh, because they they not they not gonna catch the number one team who's the Warriors, um, yeah. So they're gonna just they're gonna take that second place in the Western Division, and um, and the only problem though is second place you got to play the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And the Grizzlies ain't no ain't no joke. No, they ain't, they ain't no joke at all. So I think they're wearing down. Yeah, yeah, they they can, they can. But and 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 the Warriors, you know, they they gonna have to play the Trailblazers, which is the AC, and that's that's gonna be a, a walk a walkthrough for them, a walkthrough. Yeah. Now the toughest matchup is gonna be the three against the six, and that is gonna be the Rockets against the uh, the Thunder. Yeah, the Rockets and Thunder play in the playoffs. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be a tough match for each other. It's going to be a great match. So I look forward to watching Harden play in uh, Westbrook. Man, just think if they had um, if they had decided they'd give the MVP trophy 
after that first round of the playoffs when them yeah. two guys play against each other and they're going to be the number one and the number two player for, for the MVP of the league. Yeah, but no, it don't work like that. Show. It don't work like that. It's the MVP of the regular season. I think Russell Westbrook wins this thing hands down. Hey, Mike, mm-hmm. we got to let you get out of here because we got some people holding on. But uh, before you get out, you want to give a shout-out to anybody? I don't know, man. I just uh, just enjoy, enjoy being on the show, Daryl. I appreciate it, man. Hey, man, we appreciate you. And, hey, don't be a stranger, Mike. We're here every Monday night from 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Give us a call. Or you can catch us on um, on, on Twitter. Um, catch us. Hey, we, we're on Twitter. You can always... You can always catch us here every Monday night on Sports Info UM Radio Show. Hey, Mike, don't be a stranger. Hey, we won't, man. Always good talking with you. Always good, brother. Hey, guys, we're going to be back out of this message, and we got some more people on the line. Man, we got, I think, a ship, and I think that's Jeremy. Hey, we'll be back, guys. We'll be back. Hold on. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety Ray Ellis on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. If you're looking for more information on firearms and the shooting sports, check out Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan. Kelly is the owner of McMillan Fiberglass Stocks with over 40 years of experience. Now he's ready to share some industry luminaries and their perspectives with you. If you're interested in firearms, whether it be for shooting, for fun, competition, hunting, or self-defense, Kelly is here to share his wisdom and experience. Listen live for Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, we got, uh, we got Jeremy on the line. Jeremy, what's going on, baby? What, what's going on? Hey, loving this life I got, man. I mean, I am loving it, baby. 
Hey, um, uh, how, how things going up there in Virginia for you? It's going pretty good, man. I can't complain. I, hey, I'm blessed. I can't. I can't complain about nothing. Amen. Amen, brother. How's how's the weather? Weather was is beautiful today, man. We got uh, low eighties today. First time. Uh, first time I got to sweat a little bit up here. Nice. That is very yeah. nice. Yeah. 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 Well, hey, uh, you know, I'm gonna let the world know. We're talking to Jeremy from Virginia, who's a Floridian, a native Floridian. And he's adjusting himself very well up there in Virginia. I was in Virginia a couple of weeks, about a week ago, uh, talked to Jeremy. And, uh, and Jeremy, you know, we, we've been talking about this uh, NBA MVP race. And, you know, uh-huh. this is the first time LeBron James' name has not really come up in the conversation. And uh, it only seems to be a two-man race uh, with um, Russell Westbrook and uh, James Harden. And how I mean, you, where, you, where are you, where are you uh, swaying? I mean, you can say it's a two-man race, but I mean, the, the analyst is gonna say, you know, uh, they'll, they'll throw, you know, Kawhi in there too now. Best two-way player in the game. Yeah, but we don't go to games to watch defense. <laughs> well, but defense win championships, do they not? But we we understand that. Yeah, that, that that's a philosophy. We know that. And we know that, yeah. you know, but and the at first, the same time, we just don't go, you know, and, and don't get me wrong, Kawhi Leonard, he, he averaged 25.8 points a game. And LeBron James is 26.4. And James Harden, 29.3. Well, what's the Westbrook, you know, he averaged 31.9 points a game, man. That's, that's literally 32 points a game. And I, to be honest, though, if, if Westbrook don't win it, then it's a problem. It's, I don't even think I watch basketball no more, to be honest. I don't even think I watch basketball no more. I don't even think I watch basketball no more. I think that would be, be hard. That'd be hard. So, so, so what you're saying now, are you, are you saying that um, Harden, Harden's, he, he's not in the race. It's a, it's a, it's a one-man race as far as you're concerned. No, 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 no. Now, Harden, Harden, he, listen, he, he's giving him a run for his money. Like every, it seems like since the last month, every, every day that every game that Westbrook scores, you know, gets a triple-double, Harden is getting a triple-double. So he's he definitely giving Westbrook a run for his money, but when you get 42 triple-doubles and get the NBA record, you make an NBA history, I mean, how can you not give it to the man? How can you not? Hey. I don't care what his record is. I don't care what his record is. You got to give it to him. I would have to say yes. We'd have to give it to him. You know, now we've seen stranger things happen. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and but the one thing about Westbrook is he's never really pissed anybody off. You know what I mean? He mm-hmm. never really did anything bad. Yeah. Now, on the other hand, if if if, the, if Kevin Durant is ever in the same situation, somebody might mm-hmm. say, you know what, he was a nasty so-and-so for leaving Westbrook out there in Oklahoma by himself. We're not going to give him the MVP to him. But they would definitely call him Westbrook so. has never done anything like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you got to think, too, LeBron did it. LeBron did that. So you can't blame, you can't blame Durant, though, for going. 
I don't blame him at all. But I don't blame him somebody, either. I don't blame him either. Somebody else. Well, for somebody might. get beat in the in the last playoffs from three games up. Yeah, uh, I'm not not really feeling that. Yeah, yeah. You gonna you gonna join them after they don't beat you? Nah. Nah, I would have to pick somebody. I would have to pick some other team, though. But I, I don't blame them, though. I don't blame them for joining them. I don't blame them for joining them at all. Nope, not one bit. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, now listen, the shift gears just a little bit, now. You know, um, Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. Has he found a home yet? I don't think so. Nope. What's the deal with that? What's your opinion? My opinion is he that pissed some people off. He pissed. I mean, he pissed. He pissed off the wrong people. Let me tell you that. Um, he for for you for people for him not to stand up for the national anthem. He rub, he rubbed people the wrong way, and when people seen did. that, they 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 don't like it now. Some people are just getting mad because oh he uh he he not standing up for the national but they don't they don't realize what he what he's kneeling for though they don't understand that. But right, I think right. If, if it's anybody else with his talent and his resume, they would they would be, they would find a home right now. They would they would have had uh you know a team playing playing for him right now you know and about to get ready to go to camp. But since this is him. You know, because he kneeled during the national national anthem. Uh, but they don't they don't see what he's doing good off the field as well. You know what I mean? Like, uh, well, he gave away you know, he gave away his sneaker collection. You know how many millions of dollars? I mean, you know, thousands of dollars that is. Plus, he gave I, a million dollars of his own money. I, I I agree. He's done a lot of things, but he also came out and said something, Jeremy, that just really rubbed a lot of people. The wrong way. Yeah. When he said he had never voted. Come on, man. How can you make a difference when you don't vote? Yeah, that that they made him look like a fool. That, that really made that him. That made him look very bad. And he, you know, that, yeah. that sometimes some people need people to they almost write their script down for them before they go out and speak in public. Mm-hmm. I agree you on know. that. That made that made so, him look real bad on that. Yeah. How can we? How can we really look at you seriously? Well, you've never voted. Come on, man! Mm-hmm. I, when I turned eighteen, I was like, that was like a feather in my cap. I'm gonna be able to vote yeah. now, and I've never. It yeah. is, it's never been a time since then that I have not voted. So uh, yep. I can't really look at him in the same light I look at some other people making some other um, political statements when I know that they will go out and vote. Hey, Jeff, we got one more call on the line, man. I hope they're still holding on. But if not, don't you be a stranger. We're here every Monday night. Give us a call. Let's talk about World of Sports. Yes, sir. I'm with hey. it. All right. Thank you Thanks for having me. Thanks a lot, Jeremy. All right. Hey, all right. Hey, Matt, we got any more callers on the line? Oh, man. We got Daryl on the line. Hey, Daryl, what's going on? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Hey, Daryl, um, this is Daryl calling you, Daryl. I appreciate you calling us in, Daryl. And I really appreciate you holding on for us, too, Daryl, because I know you've been holding on for a minute. I appreciate that, Daryl. 
Yeah, I'm enjoying the show. I'm enjoying your uh, your callers, and I'm really uh, I'm excited about the show. Hey, thanks, man. We here every Monday night, Daryl, and uh, we talking about what's happening in the world of sports and uh, and what's happening in the world. I mean, not just in America, but all over the world. You know, this weekend, I'm going down to Miami for my annual union. Um, I will see some old teammates, Brian and Benny Blades. I know you know them guys. He's from over that way in, in Lauderdale. Uh, he'll be down there. Santana Moss, he's there every year. Edger James, one of the most uh, successful NFL players, uh, on and off the field. He's going to be at the game. Brian McKinney. All of them guys going to be back down there, man. It's always a big old wonderful time for us to come down and and tell a bunch of lies and eat a lot of good food and everybody talk about how they need to lose 20 pounds or whatever. And uh, one more interesting story, uh, Daryl, is everybody that won that 83 championship now is in their 50s. Everybody. If you won that championship, you in your 50s. Yes, sir. So, uh, well, hey, who, who, who your who your who your vote for uh, in NBA MVP is? Um, I think I think um, Westbrook. I think he deserves the MVP, and I think uh, you know I think those guys are all MVPs in, in their own right, you know. But obviously, you can't give out but one or uh, uh, maybe a tie or some of that nature. But if you're in the same uh, breath with Wilt Chamberlain, Oscar Robinson. Magic Johnson, and then, you know, even though um, the beard, you know, even though he, he's doing a heck of a job with, you know, with his uh, triple doubles. Um, but, you know, uh, when you when you reach that level like that and you're in the record books, then, you know, it's a no-brainer to me. You, you almost got to give it to uh, Westbrook because of, you know, what he accomplished. I agree wholeheartedly. You know, uh, his, his accomplishments were just, you know, it, it's off the chart, man. You know, I remember back in the day watching a game, and if you heard of somebody making a triple-double, that was like, wow, a triple-double. This guy to average a triple-double for the whole season, that's that's unheard of. I mean, and he needs to be rewarded for that. And the reward would have to be the NBA MVP because, you know, he just don't have enough players around him to win the championship. But, um... He deserves the MVP. Yeah, I mean, because you think about it, uh, you know, you're getting rebounds, you're making assists, you're getting everybody involved, you're scoring. I mean, you're doing everything but bringing the water in, you know, uh, being a water boy. So that is is mind-boggling to me. And the record, the the big, it's got to be a a tough thing to do because that record has been standing for so long. Right. You know, and you got great, great players done. You know, like Jordan and LeBron, and and you know, so you know, like I said, Westbrook, he he really topped everything, and, and then they obviously in the playoffs. So you, you know, you got to give it to him. It, it's a no brainer. You got to give it to him. You got to give it to him. Yep. Hey, well, Daryl, don't be a stranger. I'm here every Monday night on the Sports Info U and Radio Show. We got to get out of here. I promise you the next time you call, man, we won't out. have your whole solo. Okay. Yeah, I'll give a shout-out. Hey, give a shout-out, man. Take your time and give a shout-out, Daryl. Okay. TMC, I'm my homeboy. Uh, 
Shout out to Tim. My homeboy Vessel, better known as Pig. My homeboy Bruce. Shout. I'm uh, giving a shout out to all them cats. Dre, my homeboy. And uh, my homeboy Bruce lost his brother, Eric. So uh, I hope he uh, keep his head up. And you know I'm, I got his back. And uh, I'm on his team. So, you know, I just like to give them shout outs. Hey, man, I know they appreciate it, Daryl, and I appreciate you too, man. Hey, like I said, don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday on the Sports Info for You radio show. You got all our contacts? Yes, sir. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Hey, all right. And, um, and, and, and Bruce, stop. Hold your head up, brother. I know you lost your brother, but that's not. That's a hard thing to go through. Been there, done that, and I don't want nobody to feel that feeling. But, man, you feeling it? And hold your head up, brother. Peace and love. See you next week, Sports Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.